Marco's Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. So I, I I'm embarrassed to tell you like this story, but it's it's uh it's so bad that it needs to be put on the table. Got to bring it out in the open, I get it off to. your I, chest. Yeah, right, right, right. Make it real, and then it goes away. So I'm at Walmart. I buy something. Have you ever done this where you buy something and then it says you want cash back? Yeah. Okay. So I get cash back every single time I walk out of the building and I never get my money. Have you ever done that? No, <laughs> because it's so rare that I choose the cash back option. No, I like it because, you know, like for us, we have our banks out of Chicago because that's where we lived and we never switched it over and there's ATM fees. And so when I'm doing that, I like get the cash back and every time. So I've done it four times. Here's the good, here's the good news though. Every time I've gone back and someone has turned my money in. Every time. You should just try this from now on. Like, don't get the cash back and walk in and say, hey, did anybody turn in my money? <laughs> There's not, Is this my chance? There aren't that many p- stupid people like me that like anyone who gets money out is like going to be smart enough. To, like reach your little hand into the thing and pull your cash out. I've, I've done it where it's been a hundred bucks. I mean, like, really. And so my wife is like, you are an idiot. And I, it, it's, it's very difficult to argue that point when you keep leaving money in the dispensed cash section. Well, okay, honest so people, hold on. I got I to back up. People are honest. You know the point, I, the, the takeaway for me out of this whole, this whole I'm, story? I, I don't, and I'm afraid <laughs> to ask, but go ahead. It, you still have your bank in Chicago after all these years? <laughs> Like you're like okay, Dude, I have family. Listen. I have family members that, strangely enough, lived in Chicago, but when they moved there, they still had a dentist in the old town. They still got their haircut in the old town. I'm like, yeah. you guys need to just fully move. But, there are good haircuts and good dentists in I, Chicago. But you know why though? My wife pays the bills, and like you have all your bill pay set up, and all the history, and when you you yeah. know what I'm saying? Switching is hard. So it's hard to switch. But I brought it up because you have like good story about human beings being honest you have such not not such a good story my bike got stolen which sucks because that's like your thing like you're you ride your bike every day every day i did ride my bike every day so what are you doing now well i'm trying filing police reports i'm trying to get camera footage and track down the bad guys wow we should do a podcast we should go hunt that person down and turn that crime into a whole podcast you know what i'm figuring out though it's it's strange the uh the bike the bike being stolen doesn't seem to be the cop's top priority. <laughs> I'm just not figuring that out. See, that's I keep emailing crap. them and, and I say, hey, here's some camera footage. Can you get it from here? They just, it doesn't, my bike doesn't seem to be their top priority. I don't know why. <laughs> Are you really saying to these guys, hey, listen, I've recognized or I've identified three buildings, all with security camera. Here is the timestamp of when that bike was probably taken. If you go and you subpoena, the video footage from these businesses, maybe we can get to the bottom of this. Yeah, I even had like a screenshot from Google Earth of where the camera was located on one building and where my bike was stolen in the background. And I'm like, it would seem reasonable if the bad guy went east that you could just, hey, say, hey, business, can I see your footage? Can you show it to me? Okay. And let me see if there's a bike with not Kinsley on it. So, so with not Kinsley on it. So, I, okay, not that I'm into blaming the victim, because I'm really not. I didn't lock it up. Fine. 
I haven't so, locked it up in years. <laughs> okay, so you didn't lock it up. But hey, the, I like how you're cackling about well, this. I'm, by the way. I'm sorry, but I mean, look, let's be honest. Like, if you don't lock it up, then you have to do that knowing that there is a chance someone's going to steal your bike, right? Yes, I, I know that there was a chance, but I, for so many years, I've not locked up my bike, and I, it's so liberating just to be able to throw it in the rack and run yeah. inside and do your errands and come out and. Like the pace of that yeah. was so satisfying yeah. to me that it made it very enjoyable. Well, but but now I'm going to have, I believe in people. And so now are you going to, okay, big question. Are you going to lock your bike up going forward? My initial reaction was no. And okay. I'll tell you why, because of just what I described. But then once I started talking to people about uh, my bike being stolen, I found out that right now it's kind of rampant. Ooh. And people are like, yeah, we think folks are coming in from out of town, grabbing the bikes, taking them out to other communities and selling them. And I'm like, and I, I literally talked to, I know of five bikes in that same week that were stolen. And so I'm like, okay, well, I don't want my bike stolen now. So now I'm on the hunt for something. So I'm on the hunt for the quickest lock unlock system there is for a bike. Okay. And so that's cool. And if you don't get that lock and you get that new bike, just let me know next time when you get your new bike and approximately where you're going to be, I would, I would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, right, just, have, just let me know approximately where you key, the keys to your Lexus yeah, are. Right, right. Okay, so hey, um, before we got a great show today. Uh, we got a great show for you folks to come up today. Yeah, if, if we can get past all this. And by the way, I'm very sorry about your bike. Uh, that, thank that, you very that's much. That's a big deal for you. Things happened, though. I mean, it was like, like the, one of the previous shows we did, we talked about how Mike Magnuson and I got robbed in San Francisco, and now we checked the comments on that video we put up. And people were like, yeah, you guys deserved it. And Blaming like, the victim. And I'm like, yeah, that's okay, fine. People don't have a lot of sympathy for, the, for victims of crimes. Well, when you're not locking stuff up. But I'm not going to blame the victim. But when you're not locking stuff up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lock now. I'm a locker. Um, so anyway, Nationwide, um, really cool stuff with them. Uh, and it, it's so odd. I've had a couple conversations recently with Nationwide retailers. And we're starting to get feedback from people. Hey, we're going to New Orleans. I just talked to a guy this morning on the way in. And uh, Jason Neal, actually, with Metro Mattress, he's a nationwide guy. He's the one who actually introduced me to some of those guys. We had dinner with the nationwide team at, in Vegas Market. But I think he's going to go. He's fired up. He wants to come see, uh, see our, our, our speech out there. But great place for people to go. Uh, live event. Prime time live in New Orleans, Louisiana. So Yeah, coming up August 16th, sorry, 17th through 20th. So August 17th through 20th, and I've been telling people this too because I've talked to a few folks. I'm like, you need to get your tickets now. Get registered, get your hotel, get your flights. I have this app, and it tells you if flight prices are going up or down. From where I'm at, prices are about to go up. Okay. So get your tickets, get it dialed in, and come and, and change your business and change your perspective and have a true shift in how you're thinking about um, your merchandising strategy. Um, just look, you know, keeping up to speed with everything that Nationwide offers uh, impossible and is possible. No, it's impossible because they offer so much stuff. It's like, right. I don't know how you consume it all, but well, this is a great place to, to act as a clearinghouse and, you know, talk to other members and say, what are you doing that might work for me? And that becomes a great filter for how you implement some things in your business. Cool. And you know what? They are our headline sponsor, but as you know, and our audience knows, we have another sponsor who actually is a supplier nationwide and it's pure care and we are fired up because today we have sarah bergman on from pure care what's sarah? up sarah hi guys thanks so much for having me how are you i'm 
I'm thrilled to be on the galaxy's greatest mattress podcast. Ooh, see, That's right how I am. There, oh, That's... I love it. This is going to be so much fun. Thanks for having me. So, Sarah, do you have a bicycle? Um, I should, but I don't. Okay. I think well, hold on. somebody you don't have one right now because it was stolen. Maybe. <laughs> Mark, I can't believe you didn't lock up your bike, man. I can't believe it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your bike got stolen. It wasn't me. Bikes in this area, and most of them are not locked up. So if you look around, I'm not giving the criminals a heads up here, I hope, but most are not locked up. <laughs> and I'm going to change my ways. It's just a shift in behavior, I guess. It's too bad. Well, it is too Sorry bad, to hear but it. we're not going to dwell on that anymore. It's sad. We're going to mourn it, and we're going to hunt down the guy who stole your bike, and we will kill him. I pity the fool. I really do. I did I not pity say the that fool. No, I am going to find <laughs> I keep telling people, I'm like, hey, if you see this guy on this bike, just total flying tackle right away. Don't hesitate. <laughs> so you don't want to kill him. You want, you want to injure him. I just want to get him off my bike, and I'll say, hey, hit the bricks, tough guy. Um, the, the, the crime should meet the pun punishment should meet the crime. But anyway, Sarah, we're glad you're on. And listen, today, one of the cool things is we want to bring you into the conversation because Sean, your husband, mm -hmm. who is uh, obviously, we're all friends. We've been friends for quite some time. Uh, but he taught something to Kinsley and I both, which is how to think about what you guys do and think about how um, that translates into profit dollars for retailers out there. So I used to think, Kinsley, in us not being educated on the category, that you know, when you go through the selling process of selling a bed, it was always sell the bed, get that deal done, and then go, oh, by the way, do you want pillows or do you want a protector? And that's just not the way it's done anymore. And the one word, it's kind of like how we used hybrid, right? The one word that Sean educated us on and the way to change the thinking is, instead of saying, hey, it's an add-on or it's an accessory, it's not. It's essential to the, the quality of sleep. So tell us a little bit about that and, and kind of your thinking in terms of, hey, this is how we need to look at the category. Absolutely. And, and yeah, we really focus on that term of sleep essentials because they are, because sheets and pillows and protectors are all an essential part of that really comfortable, healthy sleep environment. Um, and there are a few points that I kind of want to bring up and I'm going to test you guys right off the bat with a little bit of a pop quiz, uh, because I wanna really narrow in to our retailers out there and our RSAs who are listening about why, why they're essential. We, we, we talk a lot about it in our category, but I want them to understand too. So pop quiz for you guys as a retailer, put yourself in that space. What is your customer acquisition cost for soft goods? Throw out some numbers at me. Customer acquisition cost, like just to get somebody to come in the door and buy something. Yep. For soft goods. Oh, for soft goods. Yep, you're a mattress retailer. Man, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I can tell you the digital guys are saying $250. That's to buy a mattress, yeah. To buy a mattress online. So the brick and mortar guys, I haven't heard a recent number. I don't know. I'm going to throw guess. out, why don't we throw out the cost of my bike, something like that. Oh, oh. Let's call it $100. $100. Bucks. That's that's a hundred bucks. I'd say $100. Hey, bucks. well, it's however, however much money Quinn left at the last Walmart. Which is about $100. All right. It's easier too. Uh, so 99% of the time, I'm going to tell you this number is zero. And that is because 
soft goods consumers are walking into the retail store to purchase a mattress and now they are in an environment where it is a natural sale to include these essentials with these products right so really I, I think that's a really impactful statement to be able to make to a retailer that you're not going to have to spend an extra dollar to get people into your store to purchase these goods they're already coming right to you we talk to our retailers a lot about what they can expect as far as a balance of share to their overall top line mattress sales and our target with our retailers is always 10 percent so to break that down for you guys if a mattress is going to cost you fifteen hundred dollars then you should be selling $150 worth of soft goods with that sale, which is not an unobtainable goal. And honestly, if you make this a goal in your retail environment and this becomes part of your selling process, soft goods can be the most profitable product category on your floor, hands down. So Sarah, that's one reason that it's really important to think about sleep essentials. Yeah, what's Let up? me ask you a question. Um, we, we hear attachment rate. Mm -hmm which is the vernacular for adjustable bed bases. So you said a percentage to total sales should be 10%, which is 150 bucks. I like that. I've never thought of it that way of you, Kinsley. No, I hadn't. And that's what you're referencing when you say balance of share, just to bring some people up to speed. And we say balance of share, it's $1,500 sale for the mattress, 10% balance of share in soft goods, 150 bucks. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and, and you put goals together like that for you, you say it's typically 10% for most of your retailers. Yeah, that's an outstanding goal. If, if retailers across the nation were hitting that 10% attachment rate goal, like you guys are talking about it. Wow. What a difference that would make to their bottom line. So what percentage of, of consumers that come in and buy a bed? This is where my head went. Um, mm -hmm. So out of a hundred consumers or say 10 out of 10 consumers, how many of them buy? the essential category. So it could be a pillow or a protector. Do you know what that number is now? And, and rewind like three years, because I think this category has evolved a lot. So where was it two or three years ago and where is it now? Sure. So I can tell you that from our perspective and the retailers that we work with, this number is continuing to grow because as Pure Care is getting involved in helping retailers, we are really helping to put them in the business of selling soft goods. So while I may not be able to speak to the category as a whole or the nation as a whole, I can really speak to what we're doing specifically, and we'll get into this a little bit later, about what we're doing so that we're not just selling soft goods, but we're in the soft goods business. That has helped increase and take our retailers that we work with from anywhere from, you know, it's not uncommon for a retailer to have 3% of that, what goal is 10%. So to help them move from a 3 or a 5% up into that 10% range is really one of the main focuses and one of our big goals with, with everybody that we work with. Talk about that, that 3% to 10% delta. What are some of the main things that you come in and coach people on, or maybe even some success stories that you've witnessed and how did that unfold? Yeah, so I think one of our biggest success stories and, and really this is a common theme whenever there's success at the, at the retail environment, which is that the corporate powers that be at that business buy into the idea of being in the business of soft goods. So really the main message here is that it comes from the top down to begin with. Um, and then from there, it's really a process of gaining buy-in and trust from your RSAs by helping them do their job, by giving them the right tools, by giving them the support that they need in training, the right tools on the sales floor to have 
intelligent, educated conversations, by incentivizing them, by incentivizing your consumer. Um, you know, it's amazing how financing and bundle and save programs can really help to add those uh, additional sales on. So there are a lot of different things I think that feed into that. What are some of the questions that the RSA needs to be asking and at what point in the selling process did they need to be asking those? And I think it's very timely because last podcast we did was all about don't mess up your process with weak questions. So take us into that. Right. Yeah. I loved, I think it was actually don't F up your process, which I was laughing about your, uh, guess who wrote that headline, Sarah, guess which (laughs) mark wrote the headline. I can't, I don't even want to point fingers that one. Let's say, let's say it this way. That mark is bikeless. Oh, (laughs) anyway, go ahead. Um, But I got a hundred bucks in my pocket. Now I got totally distracted. What was your question? For Pete? I was saying for your selling questions process. for the selling process. And at what point does the RSA start asking those questions and introduce the essentials category? What are some of those good questions they need to be asking? Sure. So speaking specifically from a peer care perspective, we always want to bring our health and wellness message, the conversation first and foremost, because we have a tremendous number of people who are dealing with allergies, who really connect to that wellness story. And we're building upon kind of circling back around to that mattress protection or pillow protection story at the end of the sale as well. So you're definitely introducing the idea of protecting your investment today um, and protecting your health and wellness and, and bringing that all full circle. Uh, another really important part of that is talking about where we insert pillows into the conversation. Um, one of the things that that Sean instilled, I think, as well, that was a really intelligent way to have this conversation is not to ask someone, are you interested in a pillow, right? Because that's a good way to kind of F up that, uh, that weaning question because that's a yes or no answer. No, I'm not interested. And then your sale is killed. If you approach it a little bit differently and ask a customer, when was the last time you were properly fit for a pillow? Then you're engaging the customer in a way that makes them think about this a little bit differently. It doesn't feel as salesy as yes or no, are you interested? And it also helps you kind of diagnose some of the issues that people are having in their sleep. It leads you into other conversations. So having those conversations early on helps to build that trust at an RSA level, which is awesome. And then they also end up taking this pillow or this product from bed to bed as they're trying the mattress. Um, It's just kind of a a really beautiful way to lead into that pillow sale. Um, Yeah, go ahead. So just two things, like you really got me fired up, Sarah. Two things, Kinsley. Number one, what she's talking about is the why, right? So, and I love it, Sarah, because we talk all the time about how it shouldn't be about the mattress. It should be about the health and wellness, to your point. And what is the emotional benefit derived from your product? And you guys absolutely laser target that. So I love it. And then the other part was it's fitting them, Kinsley. We've talked about that too. Like when you say to me, you know, come in and and what's so critical, Sarah, for a lot of the retailers is creating an experience in store to compete with what's happening online. So you want to bring them in. So fitting them for a bed or fitting them for a pillow. And I have to tell you, I would have never thought in a million years, 
like that someone would need to fit me for a pillow. Like, like, have you ever been asked that? Like, I don't know. And so I love that idea. I think it's a, I don't know. I think it's brilliant. And I, t- I tell you, whenever I think about how this could unfold, whenever you're talking to, to a prospect in your store, I mean, it really does get into, hey, tell me how you feel whenever you've slept on the perfect pillow and let them talk through that. And then you're going to pick up information. You're going to be able to map that to products you have. And you're going to be able to then introduce this idea of profile differences and body types and all the stuff that I'm still getting up to speed on that would help them find the right pillow. That's so great. And I, you know, this all kind of goes back to the main idea too, that as a mattress retailer, your reputation rests on more than just that mattress. So including those right pillows and and what you were saying, Kinsley, about having that correct feel for, for a pillow itself makes a huge difference to the overall comfort level of your sleep environment. If you as a retailer are selling a great mattress, but giving away a cheap pillow or, or really not meeting the customer's needs in that area, they remember you for that interaction. And that's one of the things that we talk a lot about in our brand is that we are part of helping that customer satisfaction level for our retailers and making sure that the goods we provide them are quality, that they're going to last as long as they say they're going to, that they perform like they say that we, we promote. Um, so all of those pieces really fall back into strengthening the retailer's brand. I was going to ask, when you're out and about, and you, you guys have been at this for a long time at Pure Care, and you're working with retailers, and you're trying to introduce these concepts, have you seen certain retailers latch onto this with like, every, like you said, it starts at the top, you get a buy into the vision, and then it continues. And, and what is that continuation of this process and doing it? Like, how does it impact their business? Have you seen people go like exponential jumps from, you know, three to five and maybe 10% and beyond? And, and what are the, like, what's the formula there? Is it really just consistency over time and, you know, always doing, you know, asking these questions? What does that look like? Yeah. So it's, it's pretty incredible. It does start from the top down. And once that's in place, there are some major things that happen, right? Um, one of the examples that we have um, is our good friends out in California, Sit and Sleep, who really we've been working with and been providing um, soft goods to for years. When we first joined them, they decided that they were going to be in the business of soft goods. And so basically they told their RSAs, that, um, you know, here's the deal. We are now going to be doing this. You are required to sell X amount per week. And, and, um, you know, if people didn't meet those goals, they came in on weekends and had some additional training. And eventually if they didn't meet those goals, they no longer worked for that company. And that was a really powerful statement to every other person on that retail floor that first of all, this is part of our job now. And, and this is an important part of our job. So that was a long, long time ago where to kind of begin with, it was this really clear line in the sand that either you're with us and you're selling sleep essentials or you're not. Once that was established, guys, their attachment rate, their average attachment rate is over 100%. And let me explain why that is. They got really, really great at selling individual products to customers that would come in, right? And meeting that 10% Uh, goal that we were talking about. Then what they started doing is they started saying, okay, um, we're going to increase our attachment rate in a couple different ways. Number one, we're going to find out 
if this person, if they're buying a total encasement, what can we add to that to help them make a cleaner sleep environment even on top of that? So they started adding our five-sided protector over the total encasement protector. Uh, then they started asking customers, okay, well, you've got this mattress. What other mattresses do you have in your home that you would like to make new today by adding a total encasement and five-sided protector over that? How many kids do you have at home? What kind of sleep needs do they have? Does anyone suffer from allergens? Basically, they grasped this idea and then ran with it. They have bundle packages now where they can include pillows, protectors, sheets, and every single person that walks out of their store walks out with a bundle. That's four different sleep accessories to each mattress uh, sold. And it's their success with that is incredible. It is a crucially huge piece of their pie as far as their profits go for their business. This is such a clutch point right here. If you have somebody in your store like we started off talking about, Sarah, you know, it may not be a hundred dollars to get somebody in for the sleep essentials category, but it does cost money and it takes an investment to swing the door and get people in your store. So now you have somebody in your store. They clearly want something that you have, whether they're going to buy it from you or not. They want what you have to some degree. They are somewhere in the shopping process and they're standing right there in front of you. And if you're asking good questions and not effing up the process, you have this chance to say, let me help you with the rest of your house, not just the thing you're buying right here. That is an amazing point to pause on as business owners, as retail managers, as an RSA. And all it takes is caring and asking good questions and teasing out some of the information from the person that's standing there that probably wants to talk to you and solve some problems anyway. You know, I, I, I almost don't know. Did you mean that they want what you have when they're in the store? Well, yeah, if somebody comes over to this, there's a pizza place right across yeah, the street. If they walk in there looking for pizza, they're probably wanting some pizza. No, for sure. <laughs> so, probably, I want pizza right now. Or my bike and they're scouting it out. They're, and looking oh, at the road to the oh, pizza no. place on your stolen bike, your jack bike. <laughs> no, here's When you were talking about what it made me think of was when they're in the mattress store, yes, they want what you have. They're not like we always joke around. It's not like an art gallery. You're not coming in to look at the art. You're in a mattress store because you kind of need a mattress, right? You're not just kicking tires. But in the essentials category, I don't think people realize it's what they need. I think it is completely dependent on ownership. And who's better than Nelson and Larry? I mean, these guys are top rung of the ladder in terms of quality retailers. I'm a little surprised, though, that you have that good of an attachment rate because Jeremy Bercier is your rep out there, and he's not that bright. Oh no. Oh no. I think clearly, might have been... clearly you know him. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Jeremy's <laughs> awesome. I love that guy, but, and, and he's a, a great champion for you. So it's not just the yeah. management. It's, it's your people that take it in and teach process. And as you were talking about it, Sarah, what it made me think of is who the hell isn't doing this? Like who isn't leaning into this? Like it would blow me away. Like I would love to know, like, what are the, like, what, objection would a retailer have to adding to ticket and profitability through an essentials program? I don't get it. It is complete low hanging fruit if they're not already capitalizing on it. And, you know, there, there is a variety of reasons that retailers aren't focused on this yet. Um, and it really outlies why our goal as a manufacturer of these goods is to put people in the business of these goods. So many times you walk into 
a store and yes, there are soft goods available. There's a rack behind a desk. It has got some pillows in a box. It's got some other things. It's, it, it has nothing really, the touch and feel, the experience of soft goods, um, even the mentioning and the signage around soft goods. These products really have to be as prevalent and as visible and as um, experiential as the rest of your brand, as, as your mattresses that you're selling. So, you know, there's simple ways like that in the retail environment to really enhance and, and help get yourself in the business. And then there are ways like we've discussed from the top down where everybody's on board and this is part of the expectation of what it means um, really to send a customer on their way with the best sleep environment possible. Hey, talk about some of the, I just want to balloon this out a little bit more because Quinn and I have touched on this over time, but it starts with the mattress and then we start talking maybe foundation adjustable bed and then maybe essentials. I'm trying to think of the hierarchy in its current state, but what we've been really kind of harping on lately is, what does that sleep environment look like? What does that ecosystem look like? Do you see people kind of like buying in and then they're like, wait a minute, now that I've seen the essentials category work, I need to bring in these other ideas and round out this merchandising strategy and really start selling sleep. Do you see this yet or is that still too far out there? No, absolutely. I think that there are still definite delineations that people are, are categorizing their retail business in as far as, oh, well, I'm just a specialty sleep shop um, or I am just this. And, and you see this from big box on down to our world of, of specialty sleep. So um, I definitely think that there's room for expansion. We are launching a product at Las Vegas market actually that is not ready to be kind of talked about, but I'll hint at it, that is a little bit of a step in that direction of selling the wellness of sleep. It's a brand new category for us, but it could really help put retailers in the position to sell something that's kind of an up and coming wellness sleep product. And I'm really interested to see where this new product takes us and, and what retailers jump in and expand on that. So I, sorry, I have to be um, kind of closed about that, but we'll talk about it in a future episode, I'm sure. Um, but yes, there's, there's always room for that, Mark. And I think the buy-in as far as stepping outside of the realm of the expected of pillows, sheets, protectors, um, isn't quite there in specialty sleep yet. But if we want to continue to really, I think, succeed in a world where e-com and all of those different options are right there and available to everyone, we're going to have to expand on what we offer just to keep people interested in coming through the door and, and what our product selections are. But, but that's, that's something I, I want to get to in a minute because you guys have some really, really cool products I want to talk about. But before that, one last comment. So my, I said this when we launched them as being a sponsor, my sister actually works for um, Sarah at Peer Care. And Hi, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie. And so Carrie's really passionate. Carrie's been in the industry with Tempur-Pedic and Serta Simmons. So she's been around the industry for a long time, but she does a lot of training. So I get to talk to her about her job. And what I love about Pure Care isn't that you just say, hey, here's this portfolio of products. It's that they really support it with their own team of going in and teaching these guys how to fish and saying, here's this really cool like, you know, line of products, but this is how you introduce it into your process. And, and, and your team teaches them really how to be successful in the category. Talk a little bit about how important that is 
to your success as a company and to your retailer's success? Absolutely. So one of the things that you'll learn about Pure Care really quickly is that we don't just sell sheets and we don't just sell protectors and we don't just sell pillows. All of our products have different layers of whether it's wellness benefits or comfort benefits or technical textiles, a lot of different stories goes into that. So it's not, when, when we talk about our trainings, yes, it's of course we have to hit on the basics of why comfort is important. The bottom line is if a sleep essential isn't comfortable, it's out the door anyways. Uh, but then what else does Pure Care bring to the table as far as health and wellness benefits and as far as um, infusing technical textiles? And those things, need explanation. Um, they need training. It is not your run-of-the-mill product line, and that's part of what we pride ourselves on. Yeah, no, that's, and, and you go deep, and that's why it's also supported. It's the training stuff. i just making a note to Kinsley. Yeah, no, that's- But it's also the product, so- yeah. Okay. So my head, I was sitting there thinking, cause I think our heads are in the same spot. Yep, no doubt. He was passing a note in class that was is what just happens. Cause we have to, like we were, <laughs> yeah. We don't, sometimes we just sit in silence. We don't feel the need to just fill the air <laughs> chatter, do we? <laughs> well, yeah, we so, can read my, read each other's minds by now. So that helps. So, okay. So I want to, I want to talk about this, this idea of technical textiles but, I, but first, I want to start just a little bit higher, which is at this idea of wellness. I think, I think this is such a great approach for the industry as a whole because, you know, 10 years ago, you know, people just started getting a good, firm understanding of nutrition. And before that, fitness started taking hold. And so you're seeing the two legs of the health stool, but the third is sleep. And I think people are now starting to understand it, but still many can't have a, an intelligent conversation about it because the science is very young. It's something that people see, of, see so, as such a passive activity instead of something that you invest in or, and are active with. So, so there's that. But what's your, what's your assessment of, number one, the consumer's understanding of sleep as a wellness factor and then the industries and how, how are we doing in that, on that front? Yeah, I, I think it really is kind of like you said, the new age health and wellness story with, where sleep is now like the really popular thing. Because of course, we went through the stage where it was cool not to sleep, right? It's cool that you were up and you were working and all these, all these crazy hours and you were successful because you were never letting down. That's, that's insane. No one can maintain that. And I think as kind of a society, it's becoming more acceptable today to not be up at you know, the crack of dawn to get done every single little thing that you need to do. There's more of an acceptance of, um, in general, taking care of yourself in that way. So I think that that is the first major hurdle that most of society has, has gone over in the United States today. Um, as far as retailers go, you know, helping to influence this even bit more in your retail environment is really important. So helping to give your consumers as they're walking in your doors reasons to believe in healthier sleep and, and really, I think, backed by science reasons to believe in healthier sleep is a really important part of what Pure Care does and what Pure Care offers. So a lot of the things that, you know, I, I just want to give a, a couple different reasons for how Pure Care's products kind of meet those standards and help to validate the importance of healthier sleep today and, and what our products can bring to that. 
Um, it started a long time ago with our protectors. Um, all of our protector material, our OmniGuard advanced material was tested um, by a gentleman who was the head of immunology at New York University. And he went ahead and, and tested all of our products and said, yes, dust mite proof, yes, mold and mildew proof, yes to this, yes to that. So we have those kind of foundations in the backings and the claims of some of our products that I think allow a customer to come in and say, okay, I'm just learning about healthier sleep and now this product is going to get me there, not only with better sleep, but with wellness infused into it. That's really important. Um, then we kick it up a notch in our program with technical textiles, which we've talked about again, I think it's so important today as you're, we're in an information saturated society today where Google is right there to give us all of the information that we want. So as we're talking about technical textiles with Pure Care and some of our specialty fibers like Cellient, people are on their phones taking a look at what this means. What, is, what does Cellient do for me? Um, what are technical textiles today? And so as we take a look at these different products and, and technical textiles that Pure Care uses to help enhance that sleep message, we again are validating that reason for someone who's interested in healthier sleep to come and purchase our product because there are those additional benefits included. Talk about Cellient because I, that's my favorite story you guys have. Cellient is, um, I'm sure you've heard about this as well, but talk to us about Cellient and what I mean, it's a medical device. Like, what is it? it, it you, it's literally rated by the FDA, and I and I love that they're getting um, validation from third-party sources to make what they're talking about legit. I think there's good foundation stuff there for the RSA to take to the consumer, and the salient stuff. I'm a huge fan of. Why don't you get into that a little bit as an example? Sure. Sure, I will. So we make um, pillows, sheets, and protectors all using cellulite fiber. And I just want to break it down at a really high level to, to give you an idea of how this fiber is made. Um, it is a combination of minerals that are actually combined with liquid polyester so that cellulite fibers are, the, the benefits of it are built into the fiber, which means they won't ever wash out and they're part of that actual product. And I think that's an important part of it as we start to talk about the different benefits that it brings to you. Just thinking about the fact that it works through seven layers um, of material and that these benefits aren't going to wash out as you're laundering your goods. That's part of what we love about this product in general. So getting back to, to Cellient, um, you're right, Mark, the FDA has determined that Cellient products are medical devices and general wellness products. And basically through their testing, and by the way, we don't make Cellient fibers, we uh, get them from a, a group called Hologenics, who spent years developing this and working with the FDA um, to, to get testing done, to get this FDA determination. We've been now making uh, cellulite products for about eight years. Um, so our sheets, pillows, and protectors all use this mineral-based technology, and basically cellulite helps promote a temporary increase in blood flow at the site of contact in healthy individuals. So what does that mean to you? And I kick this back and to kind of our high school days when we're sitting in biology, which I know both of you remember fondly. It was such good times. Uh, but when you have an increase in blood flow, basically what that means is that cellulite fibers are increasing your capillary size. They are clinically tested and proven to do so. 
some of the benefits that come along with that that we learned about in biology is that when you have an increase in capillary size or blood flow, you have a promoted um, or increased performance. You have faster recovery time from physical activity. Um, it can also help to promote more restful sleep. So all of these statements and claims now backed by the FDA are built into our sheets, pillows, and protectors. And this really kind of, I think, helps to bring it full circle to what Kinsley was talking about in, you know, is the importance of sleep as a health factor validated in specialty sleep today? And I think that Cellient is one of those products that really helps to do that for our retailers. You can't just sell a sheet and expect a customer to be blown away by some kind of you know, comfort benefit there when they, have, when they can walk down the street and, and have that kind of salient story told to them, wow, what a difference that really makes. And I tell you what, I don't know if this is right, so you're gonna have to correct me if this is going a little bit too far in the wrong direction, but one thing that does happen is, you know, as an industry, when somebody comes in, they're looking for, Basically, in a mattress, they need some pressure relief and they need some support. And whenever you think about you know, pressure relief, it's the closest to the, to the top of the mattress. It's easier to automatically feel. So pressure relief is designed to distribute weight. And it's the same reason a healthy sleeper moves about 50 times a night is because if you stay in the one, one spot, you're going to cut off blood flow and cut off blood flow leads to bed sores. I mean, that's why you know, people in hospital situations have trouble like that. So... I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, if you have pressure relief, what you're ultimately trying to do is keep from creating a gasket or a seal in your blood flow. So anything to promote that at the site of contact is a good thing. So there, there's your system effect, which people love to buy systems and hopefully to sell systems. Um, does that jive? Would that logic work? Absolutely. It absolutely does. And that is the power of salient, it really speaks to a bunch of different consumer groups, right? Because you've got your people who are very physically active, who are interested in that increased performance story. You've got people, like you said, Kinsley, that may be spending more time in their sleep environment based on their own health needs. And so that additional blood flow story means something different to them. All of these different kind of critical touch points that Cellient brings to the table is just more food for thought for that consumer and an additional touch point for the RSA to be able to say, hey, I heard you as we were talking about your sleep needs, and I have a product that I really want to recommend to you and introduce to you because of XYZ. Um, so for me, that's one of the things that I love most about Pure Care's products. We have a bunch of other technical textiles. We have a great cooling technical textile that again is built into the fiber. It's not a treatment. It doesn't dissipate over time. Yes, it delivers Sarah, I wanna, that I wanna, cooling story. I want to interrupt, yeah. interrupt you on that note. Talk to us about Frio because that's what you're referencing there. Yeah. So sleeping cool is a big deal in the industry these days. And talk to us a little bit about, I mean, Frio's taken off for you. It's very successful mm -hmm. um, from what I understand. So confirm or deny that. And then uh, Definitely confirmed. Why, what what is it like? What is it? What what is what is all the energy around sleeping cool? Tell us what you know about that. Yeah, it's it's a huge you know topic, and I I almost said hot topic, but then I did say hot topic, so I guess we'll just <laughs> leave it in there. Uh, but it is a huge topic for the industry today, and there are a lot of different um, things out there that are delivering the cooling story. There's gel, there's PCM fiber, there's PCM capsules. 
Uh, Frio fibers for us are an exclusive to Pure Care. And actually, it's kind of interesting because the way the fiber is made is very similar to how salient fibers are made. So again, it's a uh, proprietary mix of crushed minerals that are added into a polyester when the fiber is formed. So this is part of the fiber, won't wash out. And I think the thing that's really cool about Frio fibers is that uh, the, the minerals inside of them help to create tiny tunnels. So what's happening, the cooling story behind it is actually that the fiber itself is helping to tunnel heat away from the body. Um, and that's a process that continues. You know, there's a very demonstrable cooling story, which I think is part of why it's very successful in retail is that you can feel it and it feels cool. And that goes for a range of products. But to be able to have that lasting cooling story and to have that product that's constantly tunneling and channeling that heat away from the body is a totally different story and, and part of, I think, um, what makes Frio so successful. What, what I love, so first of all, I, that's such, a, a, such a, um, an important you know, point for people that sleep hot. And again, it goes back to asking questions. Hey, are you, are you sleeping hot? got a solution for it. It's a pretty simple question. And even if that's a yes or no, then you can get into something that's meaningful. But it's, it's, it's interesting to think whenever you're looking at channeling heat away from the body, you have to have something that holds hands and then provides a pathway, mm-hmm. conductive pathway, for example, to move it away from your body. But really like you just need to move it a little bit away from the body so that it can catch the air because heat is released into the air. So when people are thinking about this complicated process, it's really a lot more simple. And I've learned a lot about this recently. When you think about getting heat away from a person, you just need to move it a little bit away from where their body is basically touching. So you just need these conductive pathways and then heat can be released into the air. So I I love that. And, And I think as an industry, um, I, I like this idea of the fibers being built in. It's not going to wash out and just simplifying that message a little bit for people. See, that's the thing for me is that the efficacy of what you do, it isn't going away after washing those things. It's inherent into the fiber. So I love that. Sarah, tell us how are other people accomplishing cool? Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot people, of ways. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people claiming cool. How are some of your competitors accomplishing cool and why is Frio just and I, flat after this, I can tell you how we accomplish cool, is, which wishes you could probably write a book on that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so go for it. Sure. So a lot of, a lot of the cooling stories today fall into a couple different categories. There's of course, cooling gel, which you see in everything from they'll infuse it into memory foam. You'll put it as a layer onto memory foam. We use cooling gel certainly as part of our cooling story, but coupled with the power of our technical textiles to help enhance that. Uh, but cooling gel is, is one of the things in our category for pillows that we see all the time. Um, another way that people are talking about cooling is through really treatments and temporary treatments where there's a cooling, there's a capsule of some kind that's encapsulated on the top of the product. And over time, that dissipates, that wears away, that goes away. So the cooling story of that product is no longer really there after, I would say, typically about two washes if you can wash it, two to three washes, uh, but certainly doesn't last the lifetime of the warranty of a product. And so, yes, you're right. Part of Pure Care's focus is to not only deliver that wellness benefit, but to make sure that every single benefit from comfort to wellness to that technical textile lasts the lifetime of that product. Otherwise, you're kind of a flash in the pan and then things go dull. And and again, 
your customer remembers you for that as a retailer because your mattress retail store is about more than just mattresses when you're in the soft goods industry. So those are some of the things that we see in our competition that we feel like really positions Pure Care to have a more powerful and potent statement about our claims. By the way, just if anybody wants to check out any of these specific products, read more, learn more, maybe they sell them, um, purecare.com and like everything's on there. Like everything's on there, Mark. <laughs> Even your bike. I think there is a sales section for Mark Kinsley's bike. Oh, wow. I have that added today. So actually. Hey, does, does Tara sleep hot? Uh, no, not really. I, just, you know, it's seasonal, just like right now when it's 90 and humid. And I mean, it's a little bit tougher to cool down the house. So everybody's sleeping hot. And so we should have Sarah send us. So I, so Bridget sleeps hot. So maybe she should send a Frio um, item for me. And then you maybe get a pillow or something like that. And we should, we should um, experience pure care that way. And we can come back and have a discussion about the impact that's had on us. I think that's a cool first person uh, way to go at that. But so I have a better you, suggestion. Yeah, ask her. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what like I can just tell you that the Frio, because Bridget sleeps hot, but. So what I'd really like to do, and, and part of what we haven't touched on is that with this variety of different technical textiles, the idea behind this is that a customer can create their own ideal sleep environment, right? So maybe they're interested in that salient story and they want to build that into their sheets or their protector, but they want the cooling story on their head and on their neck and they want a cooling pillow. So mixing and matching these different technical textile ideas together to create the benefits that you want. We have great aromatherapy products. All of them are meant to be used to kind of custom create that environment. So let me um, get an idea from you guys after the show of what you might be interested in. And I would love to be able to um, kind of show you and not just talk about how these products can really help you and how they can change your sleep environment. I love that. You know, Vegas market, we should go hang out with Sarah. By the way, are you coming to the meetup on Sunday? Of course, night? obviously. Right. Cool. You guys are right down the hall. So yeah, nope, we'll be there. So well, hold on, but just let me mention that. Go ahead. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday at Las Vegas Market. Is it July 27th? July 27th. Oh. Sounds about it's right. It's that Sunday. It's already July. Yeah, so 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. in the Englander show space at C1596. Uh, it's not an Englander thing. It's a Dos Marcos meetup. We're just having it there. We're going to have drinks. And our whole thought process is, you know, the cab lines are going to be hot. It's July in Vegas. So stay inside, let the cab lines die down. Let's have a drink. It's a listener meetup. And we'll have some fun. And you can meet Sarah. And, it, and by the way, if, if you want to meet Sarah in, in like kind of pre-meet Sarah, if you're listening on the podcast, the video is up on the Dos Marcos Facebook page. So head over there. You can see the video of this. Check it out. And then we'll go by and we'll see her stuff. And then she can fit us for whatever it is. And then we'll, and then we'll be able to talk about the kit that we created. I kind of like that. Ooh, the, the Dos Marcos, the Dos Marcos kit. Yeah, yeah, what you picked. The Dos Marcos I love challenge. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I have this idea for marketing. Maybe you can toss it to, to Sean, but mm -hmm. like, what if you marketed a set of sheets, like the best sheets ever for sleeping naked? Like people always joke around about, oh, wait. right. So you just own that whole thing. Like these yeah. sheets are so amazing that you really shouldn't wear pajamas. Yeah. The galaxy's greatest sheets. Yeah. For sleeping for, in the, in the bus. Uh -huh. <laughs> just make it, just own the category. If you were to Google search, 
best sheets for that. I, I'd be interested in. You got to create your own categories. I like your That's thought right. process. That's right. So what have oh we missed, God. Sarah? Uh, real quick, before we go, give us a little bit on your, like, and a Jeff Bergman, Sean's dad is involved. Arnold's involved. Tell us a little bit about the company and, and why you love being part of it. And, um, and, and then go ahead and connect, have everyone connect to you, give out some of your information so people can contact you. Absolutely. So, so yes, Pure Care is definitely a family-based company. There, there are really two um, heads of the households. There are the Hirschbains, uh, David and Arnold Hirschbane, and then Sean and Jeff Bergman. Um, I, of course, am married to Sean. Jeff Bergman is my father-in-law. So there's a lot of inner family workings here. And, and one of the things that I think is so awesome is that all of these people, not necessarily myself, but all the rest of them started in retail. They have combined, I think, over a hundred years of retail experience on the floor. So as we're talking about how we bring soft goods to life in a retail environment, this isn't us kind of speaking from behind the curtain. This is a lot of combined intelligence about this particular topic all in one room and all available. So um, really the foundation of Pure Care comes from this group of really hardworking people. And I, I love working with them every day and being a part of the family, it's a great place to be. Um, you can, of course, reach out to me if you'd like to. My email address is sarahb at purecare.com. Spell, uh, spell Sarah for everyone. Yeah, that's with an H and it goes at the end. So S-A-R-A-H-B at purecare.com. I, I have people spell it S-H-A-R-A sometimes. And just to let everybody know, that's Shara. Shara. So just wanted to clear that up. Um, but you can definitely reach me at sarahb at purecare.com. Any kind of questions, comments, if you want to, you know, throw, throw anything at me. Come if you on. Need to, if here. you need to let Sarah know something about Dos Marcos, that's fine. You can let her know. Let her know. Yes. Fill her in. Yes, Fill her in. please. It's the, it's the airing of grievances. That all goes to Sarah. <laughs> how, Excellent. How awesome, is, how awesome is Sarah? And it does kind of make you think, how did Sean get Sarah? Did, did, you, ever, did, did you ponder that? Because he's a great guy. Okay. <laughs> all right. He's he is a, a great guy. Good guy. He's a pretty good guy. He's a pretty good guy. He's the type of guy pretty that, lucky. He's the type of guy that wouldn't get his bike stolen and wouldn't leave a hundred dollar bill in the Walmart slot. Who gets his dogs trained and has good fish tanks. So all of those things are very true. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. No, hey, great Sarah, thank you. Thank you to um, please pass along our thanks to everybody at pure care. Um, we appreciate your partnership. We've talked about this before, but we, we want to highlight and magnify people who are amazing folks in our industry who are serving other people who have innovative, creative teams that are bringing cool products to market. And you guys check all those boxes and so many more. And we appreciate you very much. And I would encourage everyone to come to the meetup and meet Sarah. And hopefully we can drag Sean over there and some other people from your team. Um, but we truly do appreciate you. And this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and pick Thanks, good guys. people to do business with. And Pure Care is that. You're going to be at Nationwide too. So these guys um, sell into Nationwide, and Sarah and the Pure Care team, if you're a Nationwide dealer, they're going to be there. So, right, Sarah, they can see you guys at the uh, big live event in New Orleans. Pure Care will be there. We've got a great crew. I won't be there, so come, come see me at the meetup. But I won't be in, in New Orleans, but everybody who's anybody from our team is going to be there showing you everything that we got. So definitely head down there. Check us out. Cool. 
Great. Well, thanks for being with us, Sarah. And uh, you're going to be part of the podcast going forward. We're going to have you on uh, with Mark and I a lot more to come. Like so expert witness, expert, <laughs> you can like keep things straight between us, so we're not fighting, right? Yeah, referee, referee. It's a hard job. That is a full time job. I'll do my best. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Sarah. You can bounce on it. Oh, oh. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. Cool as ice. And I'm hot like a heater. Bounce by the ounce. Now we got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night. Yeah. Put two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. It's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get high. If you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid Right, listen, doesn't matter if your kitchen is charming When your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl wanna chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no, you need springs and foam Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low We got that type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot So stick with us and you'll get rewarded Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive is where the magic is And we just killed a song about mattresses